welcome. This is uh, David with Booze and Reviews Podcast. Um, I guess you may notice, you, you probably haven't yet since I just started, but I am going solo today, mostly because this is not an actual Booze and Reviews Podcast. This is me talking about wrestling. Um, <laughs> and I am solo on this one because I am pretty much the only person that I know um, that I have constant contact with that actually cares about wrestling at this point. But, um, yeah, I like talking about it and I'm sure my wife would appreciate not having to listen to me talk about it. So now I don't know the five people that listen to the podcast get to listen to me talk to, uh, talk about it. Um, so obviously there were a couple big wrestling related things going on this weekend. Um, and I'd kind of like to talk a little bit about them just you know, throw out my opinion, which probably sucks, and I'm sure you disagree, but whatever, fuck you. Um, obviously, the most important to me um, would be CM Punk's UFC debut. Um, CM Punk, to me, is probably the best WWE talent since uh, Attitude Era, for me. I, I really enjoyed him. I know he graded on a lot of people. But, I mean, he can talk, he can wrestle. The only real knock that was against him, which, I mean, to me, it wasn't really that big of a knock. But, obviously, when you're Vince McMahon and you only care about um, big, sweaty <laughs> big sweaty men, um, yeah, CM Punk didn't quite fit that bill. But, um, I mean, he did great when he was there. He, he definitely... Uh, brought life into the the PG era that I I doubt would have been there if he wasn't there. And I mean I I think it's definitely a a much uh well yeah, I guess you could say a much worse product with him not there. But um they've they've definitely brought in a few other people to uh to fill the void, most notably my favorites uh Kevin Owens and uh AJ Styles, but I'll be, I'll I'll talk about them a little bit later, I'm thinking. Um, but, uh, full disclosure, I was, I intended on getting this pay-per-view. I told my wife like months, months ago, I am getting this pay-per-view. I cannot miss it to the point where I think she just didn't freaking care anymore. Um, <laughs> and then my sister went and scheduled her 25th anniversary party that night. So I missed it. On the plus side, it looks like I saved 60 bucks, so that's something, because, um, yeah, uh, he didn't do good. Spoiler alert, he did not die. I, I totally expected him to, uh, to die in the octagon. That did not happen. Um, I mean, I love the guy. I think he's a great wrestler. I totally expected him to just... I mean, if, if not die, I, I assumed he was going to be hospitalized. I mean, that's, uh, to, to jump into that at that point in his life with, I mean, what, two years of training, eh. but, um, yeah, he didn't look good. Didn't look good at all. Um, I saw the highlights, which, um, I think there's only one highlight since it was like, oh God, two, two or so minute long match. It was, uh. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Uh, yeah, it came out with a big swing to start. Totally whiffed on it. Mickey Gall took him down, and that was uh, that was it. Uh, I mean, it, it went on for a li little bit longer than I expected, but I mean, he didn't he didn't 
land one strike, no submission attempts, no nothing. It was it was pretty bad, and, and I hate to say it, but Dana White did not seem too happy afterwards and uh, pretty much came out and said, you know, that's most likely his first and last fight in the UFC, which, I mean, probably isn't a bad idea for them because, I mean, as much as I love the guy, as much as I admire him for going out there and trying, um, it's not good for the product to to have that in, in one of their big pay-per-views. Yeah, I'm sure they liked the money. I'm sure they got more pay-per-views uh, buys than they would have if he wasn't there. But um, especially for people that don't care about wrestling, it it, it kind of brings down the product a little bit, and it was bad. But um, on the plus side, uh, you got to say that he handled it really well. Um, he went in, totally got destroyed, uh, but he took it like a man. Um, a lot of people, tons of people uh, have been hating on him since he left the WWE. A lot of them because, you know, there's there's people out there that will defend what they like no matter what, regardless. And, you know, CM Punk left WWE, so he's a big piece of shit, obviously. Whatever. Um... So, I mean, you can hate on him, say he's he's trash, and, um, you know, it was this was all just a big ego trip. But, I mean, he really took this with class. I mean, afterwards, he got up there and straight up said, you know, he lost, the better man won. And, I mean, he, he it was, I think it was in the press conference. I mean, he just straight up said it was a bad fight. So, I mean... <laughs> He he seemed a bit embarrassed, but still happy that he did it. So that's good. Um, he he took the loss and he owned up to it. So I mean, it's kind of a bummer for me. I'm sure it's a much bigger bummer for him. I mean, my favorite wrestler of you know the last ten years or so just totally got, <laughs> got destroyed. But uh, you know, I'm glad he was able to lose like a man. I mean, the other side of the spectrum, you got Brock Lesnar who. Um, that, that one I did see, um, I mean, yeah, he got the win, but I mean, it's kind of tainted now. I mean, just all around it. I, I lost a bit of respect for him. I, I mean, look at the guy, you knew he had to be on something, but to pretty much have it, um, you know, thrown out in front of you where you can't really argue it anymore it's it's kind of a bummer yeah but yeah i mean that fight wasn't all that good either but you know a bit of a letdown i think uh <laughs> but anyways that that's that's not um what i really wanted to talk about what i really made me want to you know sit here and podcast a little bit was um backlash um yeah so last night was wwe backlash um I mean, I haven't really enjoyed a WWE pay-per-view in a really, really long time. Um, last year's uh, WrestleMania 2015, not 2016, um, but 2015 WrestleMania was probably the last show that I really thought, okay, they nailed it. This is this is perfect. And I mean, a lot of that for me had to do with Rollins coming down and uh, and stealing the championship. It was it was perfect. Um, I mean, since then it's been it's been pretty spotty. But even even before that WrestleMania, it was kind of iffy leading up to it. Uh, 
I don't know what what they've been thinking with a lot of their booking, but I mean they really nailed that WrestleMania. I mean since then I mean it's you got the highs of AJ Styles in uh, the Royal Rumble this year, and I, I mean pretty much any time Kevin Owens steps into the ring, uh, you know those are highlights for me, and a lot of that is tempered with you know like the failed Roman Reigns push and. I mean, to me, the treatment of the Bullet Club, or the club, since WWE's not very creative. Um, I mean, just bringing them in just to destroy them for no reason. And now, I mean, they they separated the three members that they brought over, and then, you know, it, it's a joke act now, which is pretty stupid. But, um, yeah, I was, so I was really expecting Backlash to fall into the low end of the spectrum, especially since it's a SmackDown show. And they seem hell-bent on showing that uh, SmackDown is inferior to Raw. But I was um, I was pleasantly surprised for the most part. Uh, the best part of it, it was under three hours. I mean, holy crap. They, they load their pay-per-views up with so much bloat now. It is unbelievable. This was a total blessing. I mean, they are just... They want to... Go out of their way and fill up with so much useless garbage. And it just makes a lot of the pay-per-views just a chore to sit through. I mean, it's pretty much... I don't watch most of them live because... I I would prefer to just be able to fast-forward through a lot of the stuff. Um, Let me think. This show, the only thing I remember was... uh, uh, The edited rehash of the the really bad... um, Miz and Ziggler Kentucky Fried Chicken spot from SummerSlam, which I don't know why they felt the need to dig that up again. But uh, yeah, the, yeah, this pay per view was relatively lean and um, probably helped that I didn't watch this one live also because football was on. But I was able to you know fast forward through all the all the recap padding. I mean the the recaps that they they throw at us. I mean they they must think we have zero zero short term memory. But uh, well, I'm I'm just gonna try quick, quickly run through uh, through a lot of this stuff. But I mean, there really weren't any bad bad matches. Um, a lot of times they were, you know, well, no, I wouldn't say a lot of times, but sometimes they were they were victims of their own booking. But uh, but overall, it was pretty good. Um, I did not watch the pre-show match with Baron Corbin and Apollo Cruz because. <sighs> Yeah, those guys. I just don't connect with them at all. Um, I like Apollo Crews in ring, but I mean, they just WWE seems intent to to force him into really. I mean, being in a high level jobber position with the most bland character they could think of. I mean, I kind of feel bad for him because the guy. I mean, once he's in the ring, shoot. I mean, he's a high energy. Great. I mean, the, the for I know he's short, but overall, he, I mean, he's a he's a bulky guy, and the things that he can pull off for his size, I mean, they just. I mean, I would I would love to see them, you know, tinker with his character. Maybe see, let him go a little wild, try to you know make it his own. I mean, it really seems like that's when the characters become their best is when they let them, you know, own the characters. But I don't know. And then Baron Corbin is 
pretty much one of the since Ryback's gone, he's he's one of the few people that I just actively dislike that's on the roster. I mean, the guy just seems like a friggin' bummer. He goes out there grumpy, he has no charisma, doesn't look like he's having any fun, and his I mean, his ring work is just eh. I mean, I just I can't get into it, but I mean all of that takes a backseat to his friggin' awful hairline. I mean <laughs> Uh, it's not a good look. Um, and that, that just kind of goes a long way to ruining him for me. So, uh, moving on. Um, oh yeah. And by the way, Corbin won. Not really sure what it does for either of them, but whatever. I mean, Corbin just got out of a, um, a feud with Ziggler, which I don't even know why they were in that. And, and Cruz, I mean, Cruz is just out there, you know, doing whatever. Like I said, basically high-level jobber at this point which on a side note i'm i kind of like that the wwe's started to bring up jobbers again just like the no-name jobbers um it, it sucks that they're feeding them to um to kane which i don't know why kane and um uh bron Strowman, who uh yeah i mean the big sweaty guys thing from a few weeks ago was was pretty awesome but i mean they're they're just feeding them in squash matches but yeah i mean it's kind of fun to see see the jobbers come back so i kind of like that just as an aside but anyway um so i mean they kicked off the show with the the female six-pack challenge which went a hell of a lot better than it could have um i mean especially when you come off of charlotte and sasha banks i mean this was this was almost a godsend um, in case you don't know what I'm talking about, the Banks and Flair match was just a mess. I mean, and that's that's that kind of sucked because I, they're really both awesome all-around talents. Um, they both, they can talk. They can wrestle. I mean, they probably... Probably two, two of the... I would say, yeah, two of the best female wrestlers that they've had in a long, long time. And, I mean, they both have charisma to to spare and it 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 really it sucked to to see how bad that match was and i mean it was really the botches and i i really felt bad for charlotte especially because i mean you could even tell after the match even though she won the championship you know she, she didn't seem happy with herself i mean shoot she almost broke sasha banks back so i mean yeah i wouldn't be too happy either but whatever six-pack challenge wasn't that bad but um carmella is just drowning right now she is absolutely drowning i mean aside from shipping her off to raw to put her back with enzo and Cass where she belongs and then just trying this again later i don't know what they can do because i mean it just seems like no one cares about her I mean, there's no cheers, there's no boos, there's nothing. I mean, they're they're trying to to force a, a heel turn um, with her and Nikki Bella, but I don't know. I mean, she's just she's not getting any reaction at all. I mean, you get a you know a smattering of boos. One because I mean, the way she's packaged right now, she just sucks, um, and she's a heel, so you're always going to get you know some people that will boo just because they think they have to. But, uh, I mean, she's just trying way too hard right now, and the way she's being pushed is just way too awkward that I she's just not really going to get over like this, and it's just getting uncomfortable to watch. But at least my lady friend Becky Lynch got the win, which was awesome. 
Um, she is uh, probably she, well, yeah. She's she's my favorite female wrestler right now in the WWE. She's got everything, um, and I'm really glad that they put the belt on the right person because. I mean, I I had a feeling they were going to try to push it on Carmella just to try, you know, last ditch, did, something's got to get her over. But um but yeah, no, the, no, they put it on Becky Lynch, which is awesome and uh and that's kind of a, a little bit of a theme of the show was uh doing right by everybody except for apparently Alexa Bliss who I don't know, she should be getting the push the push that Carmella's getting. But no, she got she was the first person eliminated in the six pack challenge, so that kind of stunk. But she's another one. She's she's fun to watch. Um, but yeah, so so Becky Lynch is uh, champion. Unfortunately, she's the the B show champion. Um, but yeah, no. Speaking of women, I, I saw something that apparently uh, Paige quit. I can't verify that, but I only saw it on one place. But. Um, yeah, Del Rio was let go because uh, it was because of his. Uh, I guess he had an out clause in his uh, contract. I mean, I don't even know why they brought him back to do what they did with him. Um, I'm sure he enjoyed the extra money, but now that you know he was with Paige, um, and they d- just both were um, um, suspended for the the wellness policy. Yeah, I saw that. Um, Paige was, uh, let go or, or quit, or I, I don't know if she's just not going to go in and I could be completely wrong. It could be just be, um, someone's talking out their ass, but yeah, that's kind of a bummer. Cause she was pretty cool. I liked her. And then, you know, she got on total divas and, and, um, they brought up all the other women from NXT and then she just kind of got left behind. I mean, she's barely been on TV at all. And yeah, I mean, she must've just, she'd been not fun to work with backstage, which I can kind of see from a WWE standpoint, especially since her family, you know, runs a promotion. I'm sure she had a lot of things to say that, um, about how things should have been run that, you know, WWE probably didn't like, I'm sure that would add friction, but I mean, that's just speculation, but yeah, so that kind of sucks. I liked her. Um, but yeah, anyway, so Becky Lynch got a win. That was fun. And then I'm just going to lump all the tag team stuff together into one big thing because I don't think it needs, you know, a double double recap. But um, the Hype Bros is holy shit. Um, <laughs> Mojo Raleigh, I don't even know what the heck is going on with this dude. And I don't know what they are going to do with him. Um, <laughs> being a Hype Bro is like the perfect way to describe him. Um, but I mean, he's going to be low tier mid card pretty much forever. I mean, I, (laughs) I don't even know how to explain this guy. He's just big and hyper and he's not a good wrestler, (laughs) but I mean, Zack Ryder really deserves better than this. I mean, I, I could tell, you know, Ryder's really trying to like mentor this guy and, and, and help maybe elevate him a bit, but yeah, so I mean, I, I, it was obvious they weren't going to win, especially uh, um, going up against the Usos with their uh, their heel turn. But yeah, I mean, back to Ryder, I, I'm, it kind of stinks with him because I thought he was really moving on to better things finally, um, especially after WrestleMania when he won the the Intercontinental Championship. I thought maybe that was a, a you know a first step to to 
putting him up into a higher level. And then, I mean, that fizzled out super quick. Uh, he gave up the belt to the Miz the next night, and that was pretty much it. I don't, and I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's when the Miz, yeah, yeah, that's when the Miz um, won the title and has not dropped it since. Um, more on him lately, though. But yeah, so so Zack Ryder, it looks like he's he's stuck in the tag team scene for a bit. Um, but yeah, so they ended up losing to, um, I guess, the Broken Usos. Um, I don't really know how else to explain them. Um, but I mean, this match really shouldn't have happened by any normal logic, seeing as, you know, the only reason they got the match is because they lost to American Alpha and then they beat up American Alpha after Alpha beat them and quote unquote took them out. Um, but whatever, you know, stupid booking is stupid, you know, whatever. Um, but turning him heel was pretty interesting. Kind of feels like damage control after the, the whole Roman Reigns bungle. Because, um, I mean, they really seemed to lose a lot of the shine that they had. Well, to me, I didn't really like him. I didn't think they had much shine. But a lot of people liked him. Um, but they really seemed to have lost a lot of their shine um, after they were forced into the um, the feud with the club with Roman Reigns. Um, yeah, I mean, once once they got into that... They they kind of started to drop. I, I think one of them was hurt leading up to that, and then uh, after the club thing, they just kind of everyone kind of died on them. No one no one really cared for them. Um, but you know, turning them heel is good because we don't have to listen to their stupid chant during the entrance, and they don't have their their face paint, so that's a plus. I mean, that kicks them up quite a few pegs for me. Um, but aside from that, they're still the Usos. They're pretty stale. Um, and with the brand split, there's really not much for them to do. I mean, even before the, the split, um, the tag division really wasn't that strong. Um, I mean, take away the New Day, the club, which is, I mean, I don't know what they're doing with the club. New Day, club, and um, I guess the Usos. I, I There's really nothing to care for. And then they split it up, and I mean, what SmackDown has these guys, all these guys that were wrestling today, and then American Alpha, which seem they they are they're pretty good, and then it's all like job teams, and then on Raw, shoot, aside from the club and New Day, I can't even think of another tag team off the top of my head. But uh, long story short, um, yeah, Usos. Uh, Usos beat the Hype Bros, and then they uh, they lost to Heath Slater and Rhino. Uh, Heath Slater and Rhino are now the, the first SmackDown Tag Team Champions, which is pretty awesome because this was the first time since I was probably a kid that I I actually cheered during a match, <laughs> which got my, my three-year-old really worked up because uh, uh, he started cheering right along with me even though he had no idea why. Uh, and really, it all comes down to Heath Slater. I mean, he took this shitty story and pulled a Sandow and turned it into solid gold. <laughs> He's fighting to take care of his kids and get a new double wide for him and his wife, Beulah. I mean, it's dumb, it's fun, and it's satisfying all at the same time. Which is really what wrestling's supposed to be. Uh, something that it seems like WWE kind of forgot. Uh, and now, you know, now it's done. Now, now they're the champions. Heath Slater gets his contract with SmackDown. So I'm sure they're going to waste no time just 
ruining it and making Slater completely irrelevant, and that'll be that. Um, and then the other, uh, but you know, you can't take away the fact that that they're champions, and it was probably, um, well, my second favorite moment of this pay per view. It, it was pretty cool. Uh, but then yeah, on the other end of the spectrum, you got the Miz and Dolph Ziggler, uh, which was the next match. Um, the Miz actually earned the respect of a lot of wrestling fans when he cut probably the best promo. And I mean, for me, the most real feeling promo in years for a second, I actually started to question whether or not he was actually like ripping into, to Daniel Bryan. Uh, I mean, it, it, that didn't last too long for me, but I mean, he really felt it. He looked like he meant what he said. Uh, I, I kind of think that maybe it wasn't a completely scripted promo. They just, you know, gave him, gave him the bullet points, hit these points and fill in the blanks. And I, I kind of think maybe he, that a lot of that was coming from the heart, but yeah. So he, he cut this awesome, awesome promo and, I mean, elevated himself and elevated SmackDown. And I mean, this wasn't even on TV. This was on an after show, uh, the Talking Smack after show. And it got a lot of people interested again. I, I From what I hear, it brought in some people that really haven't, you know, aren't that big of wrestling fans anymore. It brought a lot of them back because I mean, WWE doesn't do stuff like that anymore. And um, yeah, so his reward... Um, for cutting probably the best payoff, uh, the the best promo in a long time, was he got to defend his Intercontinental title against Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, who just lost against Dean Ambrose, and I couldn't even tell you the last time I remember Dolph Ziggler winning a match. I don't know what the heck they're thinking. Now, I like Ziggler, uh, and, but I really hate how he's like always pushed to the cusp of greatness. And then he loses and he's forgotten. Uh, but, and, and really, I mean, the Miz deserved better as much as I like Ziggler, the Miz really deserved better. And he just made WWE and SmackDown as a whole, a lot more interesting than it's been in a really long time. Uh, the, obviously the Miz won this match seeing as Ziggler doesn't win any matches, but I kind of feel that this, this mini feud that just came out of nowhere, just kind of, cooled Miz off more than anything. Uh, so they really need to do something to get the heat back on him because he's easily the best heel that they have right now. Um, like pure heel. I, I don't, I can't think of anyone that matches him. I mean, Kevin Owens is technically a heel, but he, he's too, too liked. And I mean, he, he speaks his mind and, and kind of the same way with AJ Styles. Yeah. They're heels, but they're not like turbo heels like the Miz. The Miz goes out there specifically to get heat against him and he succeeds. Then he cuts this promo and he's like almost atomic levels at this point. And and I don't know why why they threw him in this. Um but I honestly I really hope it leads to a match with Brian. Everyone knows that that won't happen because of Brian's concussions. And I mean, he's not going to wrestle again in WWE. They're too scared. They don't want another Benoit happening. Uh, but it was a good match. It's just the story wasn't that good. I'm really curious to see what they do with the Miz now. I'm kind of, on the one hand, yeah, I was kind of bummed out by this this match and this feud. But on the other hand, 
I am interested in seeing where they go now. Uh, so I'll be watching Tuesday to see what they do with them. But then that led to the biggest letdown of the night, which was um, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Now, this was the biggest letdown mostly because this match didn't happen. Uh, from what I hear, uh, Orton was not cleared um, from his match with Brock Lesnar. Um, and I don't think the changes that they made were really for the better. Um, Orton, I don't know, they, they brought him back and it really seems like the, the WWE kind of passed him up while he was gone, healing up from his injuries. Because they, they brought him back and, I mean, they, they didn't have a meaningful feud to put him into. Uh, I mean, Brock and Orton, they tried to make a backstory, tried to make it a worthwhile match. But no one cared about that match. I mean, everyone's going to watch a Brock Lesnar match. I, I, honestly, I don't know that that's going to keep going that way because after this match. But anyways, so, I mean... That that match and that feud, it was kind of blah because it was just pointless. Um, and then the match itself was terrible. I mean, Brock Lesnar does three moves, which is usually fine. Usually I don't care. But when you're going against someone like Orton, who actually does have a pretty decent amount of moves and, and can really tell a story in the ring, to, to be squashed like that, essentially squashed like that by... Uh, by Brock Lesnar, it was kind of stupid. Uh, and then the way it ended was just, I don't know what they were thinking. Um, but then this this attempted a feud with Bray and Orton was almost just as bad. I mean, it wouldn't help out Orton. It wouldn't help out Bray. It was like, you know, hey, Bray Wyatt's not doing anything. Hey, Randy Orton, we don't have anything for you either, so just go out there. I mean, let's let's not give any real good lead up and let's just go out there and do something. And then they couldn't even do anything. And Jesus Christ, Bray needs all the help he can get right now. Because uh, he, he's just another guy that I love, but they don't really seem to know what they want to do with him. He He's really starting to feel kind of as much as I love Jake the Snake. He's starting to feel like Jake the Snake with me. He can cut great uh, promos. He's an awesome heel. He's solid in the ring. But they just don't know what to do to elevate him to the next level. I mean, for as much as I love Jake the Snake, he never he never hit that top level. And a lot of people my age, yeah, you remember him because he was so great. He was so great on the mic. I mean, listening to him talk and just the, the promos he would cut, he was just a scary dude. But And then I look back and he, he never really did reach the top and I think that's kind of where Bray is is going um so I mean I don't really know what they're gonna do with him I mean they could aside from reforming a bunch of the bullet club like bringing some more guys over even you know making new guys I mean obviously you can't call it the bullet club but whatever so you know reform the bullet club with AJ Styles and then sick a rejuvenated Wyatt family on them which um Actually, you know what? They just signed uh, Crazy Mary Dobson in NXT. And if they don't put the pieces together and bring her in as, like, Sister Abigail and make her be a part of the the Wyatt family stable, they are totally missing the boat on that one. Um, but, yeah, so aside from Bullet Club and the Wyatt family, 
which I think would be really cool. I mean, aside from Eric Rowan, I think they really need Luke Harper to be back before they tried anything like that. Uh, maybe even bring in another guy, just not as uh, dull as Braun Strowman. Um, but, I mean, they don't really have anything for him right now. So instead of Randy Orton, he got to fight Kane, which is pretty cool. Uh, oh, wait, no. No, no, no. It wasn't. It was the Demon Kane, because clearly it's two different people, because why the hell not? Um, and, yeah, so, so Wyatt then got to lose to Kane. So that's cool, right? But, yeah. So I don't know what, what really is going on there. Uh, I mean, obviously it was a last second thing that, that Orton wasn't cleared and they didn't really know what to do, but I think they could have done better than Kane. I really do. But at the end of the day, all of this is forgiven because AJ Styles is the WWE champion, which honestly, I seriously cannot believe it. Ambrose to me always felt like he was a placeholder champ. Before the brand split stuff, I just assumed they were going to have him hold on to it until they can build Reigns back up and make him, you know, a, a decent character and then just hand the belt off like they want to. And then the brand split happened. And, um, yeah, I wasn't sure what they were going to do. I assumed he was just going to hold on to it, uh, the championship, until um, uh, uh, Survivor Series, I guess, would be the next big one. Um, yeah, so this was a big surprise, but it was perfect. Um, in terms of the match itself, eh, I mean, it was pretty good. It wasn't great. Uh, it definitely got better as it went on. Um, there was a funky, uh, I don't know what Ambrose was trying to do. It was off the top rope, kind of like a suplex something or another. I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what it looked like he was trying to do, but it looks like he almost, uh, hurt both him and, uh, and AJ Styles at the same time, but I mean, aside from the match, aside from that, the match was pretty, pretty okay. Not great, pretty okay. By the time the end rolled around, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, but I mean, Ambrose just doesn't cut it for me anymore. I really used to like all the Shield guys, you know, Ambrose, Reigns, and Rollins. But at this point, Rollins is the only guy I even care for anymore. Um, and speaking of Rollins, he really needs a new finisher because his pedigree sucks. It is so bad. And then Triple H comes back, you know, two weeks ago and pedigrees everybody right in front of Rollins. And, you know, he makes the move look good, which did not do Rollins any favors. Um, and I don't know if it's Rollins' size or the way that he does the move or what what it is. He just, he makes the move look kind of crappy. So that's, but anyways, Ambrose is just, just boring to me now. Um, it's like he gets out there, he feels like he's going through the motions and he's trying to play up that, I don't even know if it's the insanity gimmick anymore. He's just kind of the schlub gimmick. Um, and yeah, I mean, he does the same moves with the same okay delivery. The guy can't throw a punch in the ring for whatever reason. I mean, if you go back and watch some of his matches, it looks like, you know, a three-year-old kid trying to hit a grown man. It looks awful. And then if I see his damn lunatic lariat one more time, I'm going to flip the fuck out. Because it is... I never heard him call it that. I didn't, I just assumed it was called like a rebound clothesline or some other stupid name like that. But lunatic lariat makes it sound even stupider. But he does it all the time and I, it, I can't take it. I can't do it. I mean, he's in the same boat as Reigns right now with... I mean, he just needs to get some new moves up his arsenal a little bit. 
and yeah i mean i they're they're all salvageable it's just yeah i don't know it's like they 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 find someone who clicks because i mean even reigns he clicked and and then when they broke up the shield and yeah and then they 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 push them too far too fast and like they don't let them evolve to a point where they they they're just believable i mean at least ambrose had the crowd on his side and i think he still pretty much does but uh, i think i think they all still need just a little bit of work but styles on the other hand elevates everybody that he's in a match with um and he's he's better on the mic than he used to be i mean at this point i would actually say he's pretty good on the mic now which is um which is a step up from how he used to be. I never thought he was really that great on the mic, but yeah, he's really upped his game with that in the WWE. And um, in terms of his skill set, in my opinion, I mean, he's unmatched in WWE. Uh, I mean, I'm sure some people might disagree, but I mean, he, he's got a bag of tricks deeper than probably anyone else. It, I mean, it just sucks that it took the WWE so long to bring him over. So, I mean... It, Right now, what I'm hoping for is, I guess, uh, Survivor Series, there is going to be a crossover um, pay-per-view. They've got, every month, you know, SmackDown gets their own, Raw gets their own, but I guess Survivor Series is going to be a crossover. I'm hoping for a Kevin Owens-AJ Styles champion versus champion match. That would be awesome. I mean, don't don't make it for each other's championships. Just, shoot, make it for bragging rights. Say, hey, you know... AJ Styles beats Kevin Owens, you know, uh, SmackDown is clearly the better show, or some stupid thing like that, which I'm sure WWE would do. I would love to see that match, and I really hope they can make it happen. But, yeah, so that was the pay-per-view. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad, aside from Bray Wyatt and, yeah, Kane. Yeah, Kane really needs to retire. I mean, he, he looks better than The Undertaker when he's out there, but... Yeah, all of a sudden, like a couple weeks ago, they started bringing him out just to like choke slam people and then leave, and then they threw him in this match with Bray Wyatt, and he's not helping anyone. He's got nothing else to prove. I mean, they're not going to put the belt on him. I don't know what the deal is, but whatever. So that's all you got today. Overall, Backlash is a pretty decent show. I'd recommend watching it, but if you don't know the backstories to some of this stuff, eh. Compared to most <laughs> most of the WWE shows this year, um. Actually, I guess probably all the WWE shows this year. This is definitely one of the better ones. Especially, I mean, SummerSlam and WrestleMania were such slogs to get through. It it was refreshing to have a sub-three-hour, nice, lean pay-per-view with actual, you know, crowd-pleasing moments throughout the show, which was nice for a change. So, with that, thanks for listening. Um, me and Tom will be back together shortly for a Booze and Reviews podcast, so hopefully sometime this week, at worst next week, talking about horrible, horrible movie. I don't want to say what it is in case we don't actually do it, but Jesus Christ, I don't even want to talk about it. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen it, and it makes me feel dirty. But, um, yeah, so that's all, and um, all hail AJ Styles. <laughs>